On this episode of the Exactly How Podcast and YouTube show, we uncover how to get your deals funded and access the risk correctly, how to figure out what you can do to control that process, and how to find the right person to guide you to financial success. You're listening to the Exactly How Podcast, where you'll hear the underground, closely guarded wealth building secrets of successful people around the globe. Discover exactly how to improve your mental, physical, and financial health. Feel better, make more money, live, give, and prosper. In today's exciting, fast-paced world, filled with opportunity for those who know exactly how. Welcome to the Exactly How podcast and YouTube show, brought to you by Connected Investors. Now, during this episode, you're going to learn exactly how to navigate financial risk while investing in real estate. Now, for those of you who are new, my name is Sean Young, today's host and proud member of the Connected Investor community. Before I introduce you to our guest speaker today, I want to make a request that if at any point in the show you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you don't miss an episode. And make sure to take a look in the description of this episode as we've packed it with thousands of dollars of free resources. Today, we have the privilege to learn from a man who started, grew, and sold a business that is still operating today. Now, prior to his career in real estate and finance, he was a paper boy. But all that changed when he had an epiphany and he was tired of watching people getting taken advantage of in the industry he loved so much and decided he had to make a change. I would describe our guest as unflappably analytical. I'd like to introduce you to the one, the only, John Stoge. John, thanks for being a guest on today's show. Thanks so much, Sean. It's, a, it's really great to be here. Looking forward to speaking with you and your, your audience. Absolutely. We're definitely glad to have you. Definitely looking forward to all the wealth of information you're going to deliver for us today. Now, before we dive into exactly how to navigate risk while investing, John, you would contribute a lot of your success to your constant questioning. Why do you think this has played such a big role in your success? Um, well, I think if we stop asking the, 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 the right questions, we're never going to um, find out uh, basically whether we're on the right track. Um, it's too easy for us to get into a rut. And if it worked once, we assume it'll work again. And, and, and we don't ask whether that will happen, things like that. And, and I always like to, to know what's going on behind the scenes. And that, that really helps as deals get more complicated for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now guys, what makes the exactly how financial freedom podcast and YouTube show unique is that every show comes with a detailed action plan. We pull the steps out of each show, create a blueprint on how to implement exactly what we're covering. And all you guys have to do is go right on over to connectedinvestors.com forward slash free to get the key takeaways. Now, there's also going to be some free gifts and resources that John has generously allowed us to give you. So head right on over. As nearly a million people know, Connected Investors is a social network of real estate investors and a marketplace of investment properties. In the description of this video, I included a link to this episode's forum discussion. Tap that link, ask me and other pros questions, and see what investors are saying about this episode. Plus, you're going to get the free training right now. So again, that's connectedinvestors.com forward slash free. This is how I make my money, guys. You can find properties in any town for pennies on the dollar. This is the exact software I use each and every day. Plus, you get to see our free training right now. So again, that's connectedinvestors.com forward slash free. This is how I make my money, guys. You can find properties in any town for pennies on the dollar. 
with this software that I use each and every day. So John, what is structured finance compared to securitization? Um, well, the thing is that they're both extremely similar. Um, structured finance is the umbrella um, under which securitization would fall. It's the easiest way to put it. Okay. So for our investors out there, if they're brand spanking new to this and, and they've just you know, come into this, how, how would this be something that they need to know about or, or what, how would this relate to them? I think the, the best way to think about it is that um, when you look at different types of transactions, uh, the more people, people you add to the transaction, the more parts, um, the, the different ways that people might get paid in the transaction, um, all of those are elements of structured finance. Um, and securitization uh, as, a, as a small part of the structured finance market is when basically when you pool a bunch of loans together, uh, aggregate all of the payments out of them, principal interest uh, in the case of mortgages, uh, and then create other payments based on that pool of payments. So for the most part, we're talking about bonds, but, but we really could on a smaller sense, you, you could talk about private structured transactions where people would get together, uh, pool their money, um, and then uh, make payments out to investors with different, say, uh, interest rates based upon the amount of risk they were willing to take within the transaction. Okay, well, that, that's definitely a great explanation. Now, that, that'll definitely lead us right into our next phase, John, where we talked about the three steps before the show got started. Now, the first step was look at the risk and calculate it correctly. The second step was figure out what you can do to control it. The third step was try to figure out if you need help with that process. So, John, can you tell us a little bit more about step one, looking at the risk and calculating it correctly? Sure, sure. Um, and again, I'm going to talk holistically about the, the risks, um, not a risk of a specific deal that you might be looking at because of, that's something that uh, exactly how it would do for you. Um, what I'm going to think about and I want investors to think about is, is how the risk applies in their whole financial world, right? So uh, if you invest in single properties at a time, if you go up to a dozen or you grow past that, uh, that the risk in those properties that you're investing in um, has to be calculated and added to the risk that's in your personal portfolio of investments. And a lot of people, a lot of times people miss that. And, and you can think of it, the easiest way to think of it is um, people that say years ago they worked for Enron and they had a ton of Enron stock. They were doubling down their risk in Enron. And when the company went belly up, not only did they lose their job, which is a significant blow to their financial future, but they lost sure. all of the value of the stock that they owned. So people often miss the doubling and, and, and even tripling of risk in their, in their personal portfolios. Understood. Understood. So can you take us into step two as well, which is figure out what you can do to control that process and, and minimize your risks? Sure. And I think, a key element to that is, 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 is at first identifying it, right? So if you have real estate risk in your job, your job is, is a, you, you say your job is a real estate investor. Um, that is a big chunk of risk in real estate. Um, say you own a house uh, as well that you, you're a primary resident. That's another real estate risk that you, that you add in there. So now you've doubled down on top of that. Um, the last thing that I would say that you might want to, the thing you would might want to consider is, do I have 
additional real estate risk within my other investment portfolios? Do you have uh, REITs in your, in your investment portfolio, uh, doubling and tripling down your real estate risk? Uh, are you concerned about the economy and the way it will hit um, your real estate holdings such that maybe you want to worry a little bit more about your equity risk in your portfolio? Um, so the, the whole idea would be to, if you have 50% of your portfolio in high risk investments, um, you'd might want to lower the risk in the other 50% of your portfolio in order to basically keep your overall risk at a palatable level. So it's a balance neck basically. That that's exactly what it is. That's a really good way to say it. Um, and so when I work with clients, that's what I want to always find out. What's your risk tolerance? Everybody has a personal risk tolerance that's different. Um, and then look at your portfolio. Again, your holistic, comprehensive uh, financial portfolio and figure out what is the risk within that portfolio. And a lot of times we find things like that, that people didn't realize that they were, as I say, doubling or tripling down on, on a risk category. Got it, got it. So now the third step to getting real estate deals funded would be to try to figure out if you need help with that deal. Can you break that down a little bit for us? Um, sure. So obviously there are folks out there that can help uh, you to fund transactions, um, be it on an institutional level or, or maybe even on a personal level. Um, what I like to think about in the services that I can provide are how can I help people um, figure out whether they need help uh, with their financial world, as it were. Um, and if they do, um, how can they identify the right person to work with? Um, now, obviously, I always think I'm the right person to work with, but you know, everybody has different, uh, has different relationships and they want to work with different types of folks. But there's two questions that I recommend people ask of any financial advisor, uh, or a counterparty in terms of, uh, of a lender or anything like that uh, before they start to work with them. Uh, and, and the first is really, you know, when you work with the person, you find out how are they getting paid? Because a lot of times people will tell you that, oh, I get paid on the back end or don't worry about it. It's baked into the deal or something like that. Um, those are all red flags. You need to know how the person is getting paid because that's going to, uh, really open up the kimono to let you know how they are being influenced to direct you in what you're doing, right? Um, are they, are they, are they unduly, um, are they unduly incented to point you in one direction versus another? Um, and the other question is simply, um, and this applies to financial advisors and, and any sort of financial services folks, uh, you want to know uh, how much in total fees am I going to pay? Because they might say, oh, I'll do this for, I'll just pulling a number out of, the, out, of, out of my hat. They're like, my fee is $1,000 um, and I'm going to get your loans funded or I'm going to do this for you or you name it. Um, but then you find out again that there's some sort of back end or you're paying an additional fee to another company who, then, who is then kicking something back to that person it's, it's all going to let you know, are they really working in your best interest? Because that's really what you want. Makes sense, makes sense. John, let me ask you, I know that we are both, uh, both here in the Atlanta metro area. 
but you just said earlier that you know you think that you would be the best solution do you provide services you know outside of this market here like is this something that you can help folks with nationwide yeah i am uh, i'm i'm licensed to operate in all in all 50 states so as a financial advisor i can work with anybody anywhere in the country um it's nowadays right working virtually as we are right now um talking to each other and it's it the opportunity to work together is not limited uh, any longer i i don't believe by locale which is great i agree 100 percent. i think uh, a lot of things moving forward are we, we've shown that uh, we can do things virtually and i think that that's going to be embraced a whole lot more moving forward as well so absolutely that is the way of the future so, so John, how do they, how do we reach you? Um, we, the easiest way, uh, you can go to my website, which is, uh, which is verbatimfinancial.com. Um, and I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes. Um, that's the best way to get in touch with me. Uh, I am all over social media, but, uh, if you're interested in learning more about verbatim and the business that I do, that's really the easiest, easiest way to do it. As a reminder, guys, if at any point in the show, you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you don't miss an episode. Your engagement is what drives us to keep doing this for the community for free. Now, John, let me ask you, you know, what do you think your life would be like if you never had your big epiphany and you were still working as a paper boy? <laughs> as a paper boy? Wow. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure that, uh, that that's something I can even think about there. I, I know when I was a kid, I, I, I played uh, the video game paper boy, but, uh, but I imagine my life would be a little bit different uh, Although I wouldn't be getting, I'd probably be getting up just as early in the morning. We get up. That was one of my favorite games, by the way. Oh, yeah. Boy, <laughs> ah, that's great. Classic. Classic game. So, so thanks for uh, letting us know that, John. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's such a long time ago that when I mean, you're an adult now, an adult paper boy, not saying that it couldn't be done, but man, that would be tough to, to make ends meet right now, I'm sure. I think that's true. So, John, that has brought us into the next part of our show, which is called the Rapid Fire Session. Now, in this section, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and uh, you just choose, you just give me an answer that comes, uh, you know, comes to your head. Oh, okay, shoot. <laughs> All right. Now, on a scale of one to ten, how strict were your parents? Seven. Okay. Get up early or stay up late? Get up early. How many hours of sleep do you get? Uh, six to seven. What's your favorite? Or last book that you've read? Um, last book that I read was, believe it or not, uh, the little book of common sense investing. Uh, and I've read it so many times, but uh, I was just struck to read it yet again. Anything by John Vogel uh, is great. Who's the Okay, John Vogel. I was gonna say, who's the author? So there you go. You gave it right to us, guys. All right. If you could be any superhero, who would it be? Well, how could you not be Superman? <laughs> He's got it all, right? Oh, yeah. Something everyone should do less of. Wow, less of worry. Stress will kill you. Indeed. Something everyone should do more of. Something every, everyone else should do more of. Um, appreciate the, the struggles that other folks are going through. Okay. That's a good one. It's a good one. Bitcoin, bang or bust? Uh, long-term bang, but, uh, short-term bust. Okay. Will people live on Mars in your lifetime? No. Guys, you've made it to the end of the show. 
And most people never finish what they start, so you're special. So if you got any value out of today's show, please share it with a friend or on your Facebook page. Like this video, subscribe to our channel, and send us topics you wanna to learn more about. And like I said earlier, nearly a million people use the Connected Investor social network and marketplace to connect. Now in the description of this episode, I've included a link to this episode's discussion forum. Tap that link, ask me and other pros questions, and see what other investors are saying about this episode. So until next episode, guys, you can catch me inside Connected Investors. See you on the inside. Bye. The Connected Investors app connects you with investors, notifies you of available properties, helps locate cash buyers, and secure private funding to close deals. Set up in seconds to become a member of the Connected Investors social network. Now you can scroll through your main feed to find cash buyers, see investment properties not available to the general public, and network with investors by adding your own comments to a thread to keep the conversation going. The Control Center is your connection to add properties to sell, start new discussions, connect with local investors, and even find private funding. The Notifications tab will keep you alerted to new investment properties and offers. You'll also find new friend requests to connect directly with the community to build your network. From the Property Marketplace, you'll be able to find favorite, and make offers on investment properties. Download Connected Investors today to find, figure, fund, and flip investment properties on the go.